Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. So, you know what? I got, before I jump into this, I actually got a story I got to tell you, man. So, you're not going to remember this. this. I'm probably going back 20 years ago, New Jersey. You came in for an event. Now, you probably can count on your two hands how many events you did on the East Coast, probably, right? Because most of your, did you do most of your stuff on the West Coast? No, I didn't. You did a lot of, okay. So, we did an event on the I East Coast. I think I know where you're going. You think you know where you're going? <laughs> Go so, we had this event, and at the time, the whole the whole event thing was I was still rhyming then, okay? The whole event thing was you did a song and you said you talked a little bit and you told the DJ, alright, da da da, next song, right? You did a song, walked around, catch your breath, you said to the DJ, next song. Soup comes up, you come up, and you give the DJ a mini disc. Right. <laughs> now we all on the side like, what is this dude doing, man? Like it's like eight groups there, you know what I'm saying? He you give the dude a mini disc and you said just turn it on and let it rock. And the sound man was like, what do you mean? Do, what, what do you need me to stop it? And he was uh, like, no, no, just, just turn it on and let it rock. Yo, we were all like, my man must be crazy. Okay. You get on, bro, you rock for like 40 minutes straight through, bro. Changed my life. <laughs> Changed change my right? life, man. <laughs> man. I don't know if you, I don't know, I don't think I've had a chance to tell you that, bro. Nah, nah. That comes from uh, trial like and error. Trial and error on yeah. that one, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'd be at shows and, and um, yeah, hit me a uh, track number two and it, they go to nine. Uh, no, it's number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The second year, it's like, no, yeah, we ain't having Blessed none of us. that, man. So we how'd you get started in all of this, man? Let's go back a second, man. You you got several albums under your belt, including the album with QP. QP, how'd you first get started? As an MC, period? Yeah, as an MC. Uh. Well, shoot, man. Um, I had a group called the Chemistry Crew, mm -hmm. uh, which we were straight mainstream, and uh, I got saved. And when I got saved, though, I was like, I just, I just want to let all. I didn't know what to do, so yeah. I just let all music go. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But then when I was going to church, you know, I'm a hip hopper. So I'm going to church trying to listen to choir music. It just wasn't happening. Yeah. I just, I hated choir music. I just couldn't get into it. So I was like, man, God, you know, uh, there's got to be something out there for me to listen to. Yeah. So I literally just started writing raps for myself about yeah. my transformation. Yeah. And uh, from there on, that my wife at the time told me, you know, that's, that's pretty dope. Yeah. You, you're like rapping about God. Yeah. That's kind of dope. And we ain't heard nothing like that. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it was something for me. Yeah. But then uh, the youth group got a hold to it. One day in a parking lot, I was just, it was all cassettes back then, so you just pop it in somebody's ride. Yeah. And, then, and they were rocking it. And the youth pastor came out and thought we was disrespecting the church. Because, yeah. you know, I, we had to, you know, it was just blasted. It sounded like regular rap. Yeah. But I'm rapping about God, and he told when he told the youth pastor that the youth pastor was like, "Let me hear this." Yeah, and he heard it, and that kind of like just I've been on since then. Yep. Kicked it off. This up. So how about you, QP? Where'd you get started, man? Oh man, um, well I, I was doing secular hip hop, um, and I was on the same record label that Macola called Macola Records in L.A., and I had done a couple of 12 inches back then. Mm -hmm. Um, it was the same label that Dr. Dre and okay. the World Class Wrecking Crew, you know, yeah. all those guys, you yeah. know, um, and that's where, in Fairfax, that's where they would go to make them, mm -hmm. you know, and um, 
so I got witness to it at my job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, oh Lord, you know, I was like, Sue, you know, I gotta, man, I gotta, I gotta trash all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and um, anyway, I, the Dynamic Twins and, and myself, we all went to high school together. Okay. They, okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. We were doing routines and dan- they were dancing and stuff. Yeah. And, um, they really didn't take on the hip hop form yet. Yeah. I was doing a lot of the rhyming then. So anyway, when I got saved and I bumped into him. Right. And then they told me, you know, hey, Q, you might start rapping for the Lord. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds good, you yeah. know. So then they talked to Soup. Right. And then they were saying, yeah, Soup said, hey, you know, come, come, you know, just holler at him. You know, he yeah. said he might need somebody. I said, okay. Yeah. And I met him. We all were going to Loveland. That's nice. Yeah. That's and, what's up. Um, so that was our church, Pastor Chuck Singleton. Chuck Singleton. And uh, so um, then I talked to Chris, and then he said, "Okay, go pray about it." You know. Yeah. And then I did. You know, and called him back up and said, "Hey, let's roll." That's what's up. What was it like? You know, when you thought about doing the, the first after you got past the first album or two. You know what I mean? How did you start thinking about what you wanted to see achieved through what you were doing in terms of rapping for the Lord? How did you start to think about it? Uh, after that, after the, I'd say after the third album, is really, I really started taking it serious because uh, I was seeing the impact that it was having yeah. on people's lives. Yeah. So uh, I was actually getting, <laughs> it was weird because I was getting secular offers mm. to do secular stuff yeah but it was like that's when I even turned it in more to I'm on a mission yeah and that was about the time I met QP and uh I actually put it on the album yeah my whole thought and train of thought and mind state was exactly our logo which yeah. was stood said raising a nation that will obey yeah that's what it came. How hard was it to say no to the secular deals, man? It was a... You know what, man? It was like God prepared me mentally mm. to not even trip off of it. Mm-hmm. I actually tripped off of it more when I was coming out of the of the industry yeah. because I was like, man, I didn't make no money. Right. That's what I was going to ask you. I could have made, like making... made all this money. Right, right. And... You know, I didn't. It started playing with my emotions mm, and mm. my me mentally after the fact. After the fact, and I got really frustrated, mm-hmm. and I started attacking people. Mm. Like as far as uh, record cats, I did with the record labels. Yeah. And when I went independently, mm-hmm. I started putting out songs. You know, naming people. It was just right. weird. Yeah. I was in a weird state. Yeah. But then, uh, what turned that around was I started seeing the fruit. From what I did, mm-hmm. and it's actually to this. I mean, look where I am right now. Right, right, right. This is right. more than the money, man. Right. The fruit, the people that came in, yeah. the people, the industry it created, right. all that. That's all sacrifice that we yeah. made. And God, you know, okay, yeah, I didn't make the money, yeah, but the love, the seeds that were planted, mm-hmm. and the the amount of uh, impact. That it's had on many people's lives yeah. is worth more than all that yeah. money. So. If you were, if you were, because when you talk about that season you were in of, of feeling some animosity towards people and whatnot, this was during your, your Christian hip hop days, right? Yes, feeling yes. like maybe, man, 
maybe people mistreated me or whatever, right? Oh, on, yeah, on these yeah. Christian hip hop and whatnot. Most definitely. I was really upset. He, yeah. Uh, just, I mean, we had talked about it earlier. Like, you had artists, like, you know, if I could name drop, like, DC Talk going platinum every minute. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you go to the neighborhoods I'm in, and they're right. like, what is that? That ain't no rap. You know You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was just weird. It was yeah. just a weird state that I'm like, you know, I was I was uh, giving my all as far as what I thought to the Lord. Like, look, man, I ain't finna do all this, this, this. We just, we just gonna bust for you. Yeah. And that's what we did. We came hard with it. We even got picked up by a secular label. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they brought us to New York and treating us like we went platinum yeah. already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then when yeah. the album came out, they was like, you know, we really don't know what to do with this album. Mm. But we're going to put it in the stores. Yeah. But we're not going to really promote, promote it. it. So we sitting in Tower Records yeah. and all these spots, every yeah, secular market, everywhere. <laughs> and But if you walk in the stores... And you just see a record that says SFC. Right. You ain't never heard it. Right. You ain't gonna buy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it, it wasn't. We were in a different time. There was no internet. You know what I'm saying? It was no social media. Right. You know, a video where I shot my last video, just making a, a statement, literally on my phone. Yeah. That video that I shot would have cost something like seven, eight to ten thousand dollars back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the shoot. Right. Then we got to pay for editing. So I'm just saying, you know, that's that's it was times just totally changed, yeah. and uh, you know, I, like I was very bitter mm-hmm. and upset. But once God started showing me, mm-hmm. and people started reaching out to me that I didn't even know were even dig- checking for me, right. and the uh, right. impact that I had. All these, I mean, I still get letters to this day, man, Beautiful, man. from uh people that was kids at that time they yeah. grown yeah. families they got churches yeah. they got ministries they got hospitals mm. lawyers all mm. these cats telling me certain things i said yeah uh reached out to him like uh i was really shocked like chris bizarre from yeah. uh he's oh yeah sponsor, uh, yeah he, King, he was yeah. like man your whole junk moved me back in the yeah, day man. i was like man see i touched many people i didn't even know yeah you know so that uh that uh, gave me a sense of comfort. Yeah. And then financially, God has took care of me in other ways. Okay, God. yeah, I didn't get it rhyming, but I, I got you, you over it. here. Yeah, I want to take care of you. So to that point, man, for those who missed you, the chemist and QP, mm-hmm. what are y'all doing now? Where, where, where you at now? What are you doing? Oh, man, well, I just moved to Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. So, He's you know. Mississippi guy. Is that why you, you speak with that draw now? You I'm, I'm, I'm draw? working on it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, my, I lost my brother in January. Oh, yeah, so uh, my older brother, you know, he was taking it rough. Yeah. And... To, on a level that I was like, wait a minute, you know, that's my older brother. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to be comforting me. Well, so I told my mom, hey, look, I think we should, you know, get out there and yeah. support him because he, he lived in Mississippi for like 20 years. So he uh, never got to come home and just, you know, just yeah. um, the holidays and different things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard for him to get over there and see us, even in some deaths in the family. Yeah. But he couldn't make it. Right. And so I said, I think it caught up with him when my brother died. So mm-hmm. I ended up getting out there. This gotcha. was about maybe a month and a half ago. So I'm just searching for jobs out there. Yeah. I left everything in, yeah. Marine, in Marino Valley, uh, Riverside, you know. But I said, um, 
I also believe it's a move of the Lord as well. Yes. You know, he took yes. me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So uh, I'm just anticipating what's next. Amen. 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 Yeah. Keep your prayer on that, brother. Appreciate it. Picking up and moving it. It's no, yeah. Yeah. It's no small undertaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My turn with the mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, me, man, I've been, uh, I ain't going to say low key. Yeah. I've been utilizing social media to the fullest. Yeah. Uh, I'm an electrician by trade. Nice. You know, with the IBW Union Electrician. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've, I've uh, last couple of years, I wrote a book. Mm, good. Yeah, and. What's uh, the book about? Uh, it's, it's called uh, Through My Windows The History of Holy Hip Hop. Nice. Basically, I walk you through the whole, our whole experience. Oh, we got to pick that up. Everybody that came through. Yeah. So, my first edition, I sold out of it, the hard copies. Yeah. And. Uh, I was ready to release and have books ready for all this. Yes. And then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it's a crazy thing. The printing company actually closed the doors. So I was like, okay. Wow. They got all my uh, masters and yeah. stuff. Literally, I couldn't contact with nobody. I couldn't contact anyone to wow. get a reprint, yeah. to get my junk to go get reprinted. So I contacted my... Uh, this is when I know something's crazy. I contact my graphic designers, the ones who created, helped me put it all together. And they told me, we don't have anything. <laughs> Word. And I'm like, not even an email? And it got so heated to the point where the cat just stopped hitting me back. So wow. It man. was just weird. So now I'm like, okay, I got this book that sold out that people want. How do I, what do I do? So I went into all my files found everything mm-hmm. and uh, basically started from square one and in the midst of that uh, I came I was burning with a way to even take it to another level Yeah, yeah. so now I'm in the studio and we're going to put an album to it as well nice <laughs> and nice. Uh, nice. I've been sitting I mean I never stop right. so I just got a gang of material and it's just, but I get to do it my way nice and it's and it's a reason now. Yeah. I didn't want to be some old dude rapping because I ain't young. Right. So now my reason is to promote this book. Yeah. And uh, we're coming with it. This time it's going to also be an audio book. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to drop an enhanced e-book, which will, which will have the book, the audio book, videos, and the album attached to it on an e- on that's an enhanced up, ebook, so that's where I'm at. That's what's up. You know we supporting it. Yeah, you know Soup the Chemist, it. man. Follow me. I'm on all, me- all all media outlets. That's Soup the up. Chemist. But see, a lot of people don't know why they call him Soup the Chemist. <laughs> I thank God that I was able to be back doors and observing this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about with the music, right? Right. You know. Yeah. The lyrics are dope. Right. This is a this is a in genius lab. in the in the lab. In the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we would be at a, a DJ Dove's house, and Soup would be in there until the roosters start crowing. But he's in there on that MPC. Yeah. I mean, just arranging and putting this stuff together. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to come in on the phase three mm-hmm. and see him at work, and it was just unbelievable. And then he would have the track finished. And then give us a little taste and ask us our opinions. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thank God that I, I got to witness that. And I never even really had a chance to tell him, you know, what I really 
thought about him lyrically, number right. one. He's, a, he's just a genius on that, but then he also did the music. Yes. yes. And I'm talking about all the music. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to put an album together, produce it, yeah. and then do the lyrics on top of it, right. a lot of tracks. We did a lot of tracks on the phase three. Yeah. And um, it, it just, it, I, would, I just sit back and be mind blown, yeah. you know, behind it all. Yeah. And grateful too to thank That's God for my brother. What did y'all think when y'all first got the call about this movie? And, and that from Darius in terms of putting this movie together and being a part of it. What was, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Uh, well, if I may, yeah. I actually got the call from Mike Hill, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Mike Hill was the cat that kind of kicked all this off. Yeah. And Darius was the camera dude. But you know, I don't know if you know Mike Hill from ETW, uh, got cancer, passed away. I heard that, yeah. yeah. So... so uh, I had kind of washed my hands from it. Okay. Then I got a contact from uh, Fred Lynch from uh, PID. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he said, yo, if you don't do this, man, you're, we, we can't really tell the story. Mm. It's going to be incomplete. Yeah. So I said, all right, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, that's why I'm here. Fred is convincing, isn't he? Yeah. I, I love that brother. He's that, convincing. We did the uh, first... Uh, Real hip hop. I think the only, yeah, only hip hop tour with Fred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was our last time yeah. really yeah. rocking all together. So now that it's come together and you see all this come together, man, and fruition this weekend, what do you hope? What do you hope comes out of it, man? I mean, you there's a lot. You to fly in for this. You get rehearsed this afternoon. Y'all gonna do a set tonight. Yeah. Red carpet and everything. What do you What are you prayerful about, man? Man, what comes um, out of this? Before I touch on that, because Chris said when he first brought it to me, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, wow, you know, because deep, all these groups, like we were saying, man, when was the last time we actually really, you know, got down again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I said, man, you know, and I, I thought spiritually that, you know, to me, it was God is still rewarding us for the labor we did back then. Mm. Because it was all about winning souls, and um, and so I just kind of was blown away by it, you know. And then actually coming and then seeing the production, it's it's just it's it's, it's just jaw dropping, yeah. and uh, it's a blessing, you yeah. know, because it's almost like you know you go to a family reunion. You seeing people you ain't seen in years, right, you know, right. and that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. But then on another scale, I'm, I'm talking with Fred, you know, and he's telling me that, you know, yeah, Warner Brothers, Netflix are gonna have their hand in the mix, and um, I'm like, wow, you know, because we touched a little bit on how the notoriety and everything that we did really just didn't jump out there like it did but God's like don't worry about that I got you right you know what I mean and right. I believe that's what this is going to do yeah for the laborers yeah you know there's such a big population of uh, newer Christian hip hop artists right and one of the things we talked about which you guys did yesterday we talked a little bit about this man of the there wasn't a passing of the baton from your generation to that next generation and so on and so forth. Let's assume they want to have some passing of a baton and this is an opportunity to do that. If they were asking you for your advice in this moment, you know what I mean? As I'm starting as a Christian hip-hop artist, learning how to do more of it, I want to be more successful. What, what words of advice would you give them, each of you? 
I would say unity. Mm. That's what we had. Unity. We, we, I mean, literally, when we were rolling up to gigs, like if Gospel Gangsters had a gig, it'd be 70 of us going to support that gig. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a gig, it's 70 of them. That's how we roll. Yeah. Nowadays, it just seems like these cats, it's a business. These cats, it's just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So love and unity, that's what they need in this, to, make, to take this to another level. Because yeah. they already there. They just need to, they need to, that needs to be shown and seen. I think it'll be a lot more powerful. Yeah, supporting each other. And I also, you know, I always love to, what is it really all about? You know, it's about saving a soul. Mm -hmm. This is what we're here for, you know, and I would try to admonish them to never forget that. You know what I mean? And, um, and don't allow Satan to come in and start using the, uh, you know, the tangible things to take you off of focus. Mm. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. You know, and think about that person that may be on drugs out there mm. or somebody that might have to sell their body. You know what I mean? And um, somebody that's just outright lost. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? This is what... Jesus wanted us to do and in the end we were commissioned to go out and reach him and this is what their whole tool is all about you see what I'm saying just saving the law hey man thank y'all both for coming in appreciate it looking forward to seeing y'all y'all heard it right here Trick Roller Coaching with Soup the Chemist and QP see y'all next time